Time to get started. It's the morning routine with Rocky and Sarah on 98.7 WNNS. You were talking about the Bulls before and how uh, growing up you loved uh, Michael Jordan. I loved Michael Jordan. Scotty DePippen. Tony Kukoc. And who else was on there? Uh, We're not talking about any of those guys. Oh, come on. We're talking about Jordan and Pippen now. They're classics. Dennis Rodman. Well, I like Dennis Rodman. Yeah. Marcus Jordan and Larsa Pippen are talking marriage. Have oh. you heard about this? <laughs> I have heard about the this. The spawn of Jordan and Pippen are getting married. Well, no, Larsa Pippen is not the spawn. She used to be married to uh, Scottie Pippen. What? Yeah. So, so Michael, Michael Jordan's, Jordan's son... son is marrying Mary Scotty e. Pippen's, Pippen's ex-wife. No! <laughs> Did you just make that connection? Yes, I was just now years old when I found that out. That's a little weird. I know, the whole thing is awkward. Oh, no! I was like, here I'm thinking like, Scotty, everybody, Scotty and his wife are going to be at the wedding. Everybody's going to be like, oh, I mean, yeah, if, if Larsa was the daughter of Scotty, that would be really cute. But unfortunately, she's the uh, ex-wife. So she must so. have been way younger than Scotty Pippen. Well, or is she I, older I than Marcus? She's, Jordan. she's older. <laughs> she, I didn't know any of this. She's older than Marcus Jordan. <laughs> I am. I'm dazed and confused right now. I did not know that was what's happening. Wow. Yep. That's what's happening. Okay. (laughs) Oh, man. Well, they're talking about it. Uh, When they get married, Marcus hopes uh, his father will be his best man. This uh, was the convo. I just can't believe that, you know, it's crazy. It's in the works. This is my my go-to saying right now. You know, I don't think we have like a, a... date we're still talking about locations and how party size and all of that stuff so it's not really uh concrete yet but it's it, it'll happen do you want your dad to give a toast at your wedding how does this work <laughs> yeah you know look i was the best man at his wedding and so and the best man at my brother's wedding and so obviously we'll keep that tradition going is my, oh. my thoughts on it i want in i want i, know, I want Sam, video cameras this is gonna be the best. Now that, you know i've been on the on the housewives in miami you know, all the producers are inquiring around, you know, when's oh, the no. wedding? Are we going to film it on TV? Yada, yada, yada. And so that's another thing that we're kind of playing along oh, with. Oh, God. So, wait, here. hold on. Was Michael Jordan Scottie Pippen's best man when he got married to Larsa? Oh, God. My stomach's turning. This has totally different implications. It puts Michael Jordan in an interesting position. Wow. Okay, apparently she divorced Scotty in 2021. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Why isn't anybody else talking about this? How is it this hotter than Taylor Swift right now? Everybody's talking about it. What? Okay, I'm done. Whatever. Continue with whatever you want. Okay. I don't know what to do from here. Your mind just melted. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Leonardo DiCaprio is crazy about his 25-year-old girlfriend, Victoria Soretti, and is now officially exclusive elusive with the Italian supermodel after three months of dating. The pair have bonded over a strong desire to save the planet. It's the morning routine with Rocky and Sarah on 98.7 WNNS.
Julie Rath. She's the artistic director over at the Copper Coin Ballet Company. And they have the Nutcracker happening at the UIS uh, Performing Arts Center. That's going to be happening December 2nd and December 3rd. Um, so welcome, Julie. Thank you. Yay. Thanks for having me. It's a very, very important show for me. Very nostalgic for my childhood. Uh, nothing for me personally screams Christmas like the Nutcracker. I know. You hear the music everywhere. It's, yeah, uh, it's, it's fantastic. Beautiful. It is so yeah. beautiful. Yeah. Um, so were you a ballet dancer? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's super hard. I don't know how you guys do it. <laughs> Good with, for with, you. With That's the, awesome. With the, uh, the point and I mean I, look there's no way that's happening with this body. Well, so. not with this body. No, no way. <laughs> it's so hard. It's so hard. Yeah. Um, it's we're definitely d- a young person. Yeah, a young, <laughs> young person. Person's game. When did you fall in love with it? I started uh, dancing when I was four. Okay. Oh. Yeah. yeah. And well, then I, I got a degree in dance and I was, I mean, I've been an artistic director of ballet company for 30 years. Wow. So it's been my whole life. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Well, it's, awesome. it's an amazing uh, craft really. Um, did you see Black Swan? It did. Did you like it? I did. Okay, cool. Just side note. Side I, just, note I just wanted to know. Well, you know, I probably picked it apart more than most people. I'm would. sure you did. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I'm sure but, you did. Yeah. Um, yeah. I'm like, that's not her. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. No way she's doing that. <laughs> but she did a lot of it. She did a lot I, of it. I haven't dancing. read yeah. that, but yeah, I, yeah. I think it's her impossible. Her husband's a dancer. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah, it was. I thought it was a beautiful movie. Anyways, I digress. Uh, let's get back to the Nutcracker. Now, um, you've been, to, how many years is this for you that uh, this Nutcracker production has been happening? Uh... 49. Whoa. No way. Awesome. Okay. Yeah. Okay, cool. This is Yeah, incredible. this is my 49th Nutcracker. Wow. <laughs> so you know the show pretty well. A little bit. A little bit. <laughs> I know every note. Now, yes. with that being the, the case, how do you keep it fresh over time? Or do you? Do you just kind of stick to the stick to the original? And like, tell me your process because um, a lot of people don't know about this kind of stuff. Well, I have my binder of notes a few binders of notes that right. I've done of things over the year when I remember to write things down. Yeah. But usually what I try to do is take, you know, the base choreography that I know I like already. Yeah. And then adapt it to the dancers that I have at the time. And then sometimes I'm like, I'm tired of that. Let's try something new. Yeah. So we spend a lot of time experimenting and just playing. You know, yeah. does this work? And, they're, you know, of course, they're very cooperative and great. Yeah. Try this. Oh, no, I hate it. Let's not do that. Right. So. Well, you've been rehearsing for this year already with principal dancers. Yes. How long has that been going on? Um, since the end of August. See, this is crazy. The months of preparation for this are right. wild. Um, and now you're just starting. I mean, so 75 plus, I mean, there's 100 people in the show? Yeah. Like That's 120, I think. Crazy. I mean, tell me you have assistants and people to help you with this. Because, yes, I uh, do. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> so many people. Yeah. So I, there are two associate artistic directors, Gina DeCroix-Russell and Rhonda Brinkman. And okay. then we have an executive artistic director who's Grace Nanavati. And then we have a, a board of 11 board members. And then yeah. we have a team of artistic advisors of like 20. Yeah. And then we have volunteers, which are like 50. Okay. So it's a huge team. It's not just me. I'm just the one that got up early to come on the right. radio. <laughs> it's the morning routine with Rocky and Sarah on 98.7 WNNS. If you have a squeamish stomach, turn it up. Because it's important that we live outside of our comfort zones. Oh, come on. Uh, We must. We must. Must we? (laughs) We must. This is an insane story, you guys. I just, I've never heard of anything like this. And in what 
Grubhub didn't do to to make it right is just astounding. Oh boy. Oh boy, I'm intrigued. Now, this guy in Utah said he ordered a milkshake uh, through a food delivery app called Grubhub and uh, instead he got something else that he didn't order. Caleb Wood this guy said he ordered fries and a milkshake. Chick-fil-A, gotta love it. Chick-fil-A, every time I see the line Chick-fil-A on Wabash, it's like around the building three times. I know, it's good stuff. Um, and he got it on Grubhub. He uh, put a straw in the cup that does, that was delivered to him by the Grubhub employee. And he soon, in quotes, discovered that the cup delivered to him from Grubhub was a warm cup of urine. Oh my God. Goodness, no. The pee pee. For people <laughs> no, who didn't get horrible. that, I, I am, I, I, I would be absolutely blown away, and then I would see be seeing red. I would be I'd disgusted. Be so upset. Oh gosh. Um, <laughs> Wood captured the delivery on his home security camera, so he probably had like a ring. He saw the guy did. He called the driver back to his house and confronted him. That confrontation was also caught on the video. He tells the driver, do you realize this is pee? While holding the tall styrofoam cup in his hand. Now, according to Wood, the driver admitted to confusing the two styrofoam cups in his vehicle. No! So it was from the driver. It wasn't malicious, but it was a mistake. Oh, my gosh. Wood said... That the driver told him that he works long hours and doesn't take bathroom breaks, so he relieves himself in the car in this styrofoam cup. Now, let me tell you something. That is disgusting. If I knew somebody was relieving themselves in the car, even without the drinking of the, you know, waste, the bodily waste, I would be upset to find that out. I was like, that has to be against some sort of health code, right? That has to be. Right. We're not, you're, my food's there. You're relieving yourself right next to it. I mean, we all know our toothbrushes are uh, covered with wanna, fecal I don't want to know. I don't want to know. Well, I know. It's Find true. a restroom, though. Stop. Pull over somewhere. Do yeah. something. Like, yeah. come on. Yeah. Yeah. Wood said that drinking um, the urine made him sick. When he reached out to Grubhub, Wood said that the company took four days to get back to him. He said that the company refunded part of his order, which was less than $30. But they did not refund the delivery fee or the tip. Grubhub said that uh, what happened was was unacceptable. They said, we took immediate action with the driver and ended his contract with us. We're following up with the customer to apologize and are coaching the representative who was previously in touch with the customer. Doesn't do it for me. They're I'd be like, I need a couple coaching. hundred bucks. <laughs> this was traumatizing for I me. I need therapy. I need therapy. The wait is over. Back to the morning routine with Rocky and Sarah on 98.7 WNNS. Girl discovers 100,000-year-old mammoth bone in uh, Russian River while fishing with dad. Oh, I bet my dad's going to be jealous of that. He goes uh, <laughs> <laughs> He goes fishing in the river all the time. He never finds mammoth bones. <laughs> I wonder if that if they can keep it and like sell it or if they have to like hand it over to like a team of iniquities or Oh, this is true. Antiquities. I would hope you could keep it fossils. or sell yeah. it or something. That would be cool. 
McDonald's news. Uh, McDonald's McCrispy Chicken Sandwich becomes $1 billion brand worldwide after getting fresh names. So it was the McChicken, I think, but now it's the McCrispy. Oh. And now with that word, that's the power of marketing, baby. Mm-hmm. Putting crispy in there has made it a $1 billion brand. Just the sandwich. I We're like not talking Ms. about crispy. McDonald's. I can't even say it. McCrispy. You said Miss Crispy. Miss Crispy. <laughs> That was my second grade teacher, Miss Crispy. No, it was not. And if it was, I would be so hungry that whole class. I wouldn't be able to think of anything else Can but fried nuggets? chicken. Yeah, Miss right. Crispy. <laughs> Please. Otherwise, this class is going nowhere. Miss <laughs> Crispy. Uh, this is Collins Dictionary's word of the year. Are you ready? And usually yes. it's Webster, but Collins, we want to include everybody. Uh, okay, sure. AI. Artificial intelligence. That's the that's the word or phrase of the year. That uh, I could see that. AI. Yeah, because yeah. it's taking over the world, or is it? Or do we know what's happening with artificial intelligence? Some people know what's happening with artificial intelligence. Do they? We know? don't know what's happening with artificial intelligence. Even the people that are in charge of artificial intelligence yes. are like, um, perfect. Sure. Il- perfect illustration of this. The guy who we talked about this, the CEO of Chat or OpenAI, which owns Chat GPT. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He told Congress, he was like, look, this is going to get out of hand. We need government regulation. This is what he told Congress. So, you know what I mean? He knows that the potential dangers and uh, we just have to, you know, lasso around it and tighten it down. Otherwise, well, uh, it is, you know, it's going to be Terminator all over again. Enjoy your day, Springfield. <laughs> How's your breakfast? <laughs> Doing all right. <laughs> Catching criminals just became a lot easier thanks to new method uh, for analyzing cat hair. What? Catching criminals. <laughs> I get it. I get it. Um, I don't understand, though. So it's like if you go, if like a person has cats and the hair gets on the jacket of the perpetrator then they can be like, you were at this house at this time because of that cat hair. I'm just thinking of like Jeffrey <laughs> Dahmer as a cat guy. I'm like, was he a cat guy? I don't no. think he was a I cat guy. cats. I don't oh, think he no. uh, had cats. Oh, no. <laughs> Hundreds of daddy long legs in golf tent in Alaska. Imagine if you woke up, you were camping in Alaska, you wake up and all of a sudden you kind of see through the darkness of the moon, the uh, top of the tent moving a little bit. Oh you my put gosh. the lights on and there's just hundreds of daddy long legs. Whoa. Now they're two, they're, they're one of the most poisonous spiders in the world. Are they know? really? But they're, they're so small. They're little tiny fangs. They can't break our skin. They just, <laughs> so they're just cute little, I, I don't mind daddy long legs actually. I don't either. It's the morning routine with Rocky and Sarah. Rocky and Sarah. On 98.7 WNNS. Well, let's get to uh, the listeners. Crystal said, as a kid, I always showered before bed since I was, wasn't a morning person. That uh, the last several years I shower every morning, so I'm ready to go. Yeah. Huh. Um, Crystal, I'm with you. I, well, I never was a night shower. I was always I was a morning shower. Always a nighttime shower. Caitlin said, nighttime showers for sure to keep the filth out of my bed. But uh, I'm known to shower anytime. Yeah, me too. I Well, see, the filth out of the bed, I don't know. Are you really, like, filthy throughout the day? How filthy are you? If I'm I mean, like, I guess it depends on what your occupation is. Right, right, right. If I'm a coal miner, I'm going to... Uh, take a shower. Take a shower at night, probably when I get home right away. Yeah. Seth said, morning. Terry, <laughs> twist. 
She threw a twist in there. Did she? Afternoon. Whoa, Terry. That's a retired person right there. <laughs> yes. That's a retired person's answer right there. <laughs> Carol said, morning and sometimes night. I'm with you, Carol. I'm with you. In a, let's see, I work in a school, so it depends on how many times I've been coughed on during that day. <laughs> the life of a teacher. Oh, my. Uh, Dave, David said, night helps me sleep better. Oh, that's interesting. That's yeah, we, I guess, but you're that's not a cold shower then. The nighttime shower cannot be a cold shower. It's got to be a nice, hot, it's soothing gotta, yeah, shower. Exactly, exactly. The cold shower is for the mornings. Emily said, morning. Otherwise, my hair dries all funny. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, wait, wait. So, I don't get it. So, she, if it was at night, then her hair would dry, and then she'd wake up, and it would be, like, crazy? Is I guess Is that what so. she's saying? I think that's what she's saying, yeah. Yeah, what about your hair? I mean, how come that doesn't do that? I dry it at night, and then when I sleep, I flip my hair up onto my pillow so that oh. it doesn't get... Uh, messed up. Does it stay that way? Or is I have it no just... idea. <laughs> it's just the look of the draw, mostly. I love it. Diana said night, but I work from home. If I worked among the humans, <laughs> <laughs> I would shower in the morning. I love that answer, Diana. Very, Very good. Bonnie said morning helps me to wake up and I feel refreshed and ready to go. Yeah, baby. Bonnie, you and me both. I love it. Corey said, morning. I got to start my day right and feel clean. Very good, Corey. Uh, Stephanie said, mostly morning, but a nice hot shower after a long, stressful day can be super relaxing. Yes, Stephanie. So I think that we're finding out the best way to do this. Um, You know, warm shower at night, cold shower in the morning. You got to do both. Oh, man. (laughs) Cold shower in the morning. Yeah, no. Yeah, yeah. I'd be crying. No, well, then you'd stop crying and you'd be wide awake. Morning. <laughs> Ready to go. Cold shower, sometimes before bed. Ooh, Kyle. Uh-huh. Taking it a different turn. Interesting. Justin said, the morning, because I just feel better, refreshed and awake. Plus, I have to do my hair. I'm L'Oreal and I'm worth it. <laughs> <laughs> yes, you are, Justin. Lies, lies. No, I have some hair, but not much. You are worth it and you are L'Oreal, Justin. That's right. <laughs> Susan said morning. Sarita said either one, just so long as I shower, it doesn't matter to me when. Okay. Okay. That's a smart answer. Laura said it depends on the season. Warm months, morning, cold months, night. It's the morning routine with Rocky and Sarah on 98.7 WNNS. Britney Spears' memoir, The Woman in Me, sold 1.1 million copies in all formats in the United States. Um, in its first week of sales. That's impressive. Good job, Brittany. Yes, good job, Miss Spears. The early sales numbers put Spears' book in the ballpark of some of the best-selling celebrity memoirs in recent years. In the same time frame, Prince Harry's memoir sold 1.6 million copies in the United States, while uh, that of Mary Trump, former President Donald Trump's niece, sold 1.4 million when it debuted. Huh. The 1.1 million uh, sales figure for Spears' memoir included uh, purchases of the audiobook, which... Uh, we love. We love. I, I still have to get it. I still have to get it. Um, I think my wife is going to buy it, and then I'll just get it, you know, 
get hers. Sure. It was read by uh, actress Michelle Williams, who I thought was an Oscar winner. She is not. She's been nominated. She's a bunch an Oscar of times. nominee. Oscar nominee, but uh, this is going to get her closer to her EGOT, which potentially can happen. Wouldn't that be great if she won an Oscar for reading Britney Spears' memoir? Well, she'd win a Grammy. Or a Grammy. A Grammy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So she has a no, she has an Emmy. She has a Grammy. So all she needs is an Oscar and a Tony. Easy. Well, an Oscar, she's already been nominated twice for an Oscar. I think in her career, she can get an EGOT. She'll a get Tony, there. And then a Tony, you just be like, I'll do one Broadway show. And Michelle <laughs> Williams wins the Tony for it. Hello, Dolly. Exactly. Yes. Reboot of Hello, Dolly. <laughs> Olivia Rodrigo announced that she wrote a song called Can't Catch Me Now for the upcoming Hunger Games, The oh, Ballad of Songbirds and Snakes. Yes. Music from and inspired by soundtrack. Oh, I'm so excited. Oh, my gosh. I've seen the previews for it. It looks yeah, pretty good. Yeah, it looks good. awesome. I read the book, too. I can't oh, say yeah. that very much. I can't say that very much. So when I do, I have to like it's shout special. it out loud. Can't Catch Me Now will be released tomorrow and will serve as the opening track for the 17-song album due out November 17th, which is also the date of the Hunger Games film when that hits theaters. Nice. Yeah. The soundtrack includes songs performed yeah. in the film by Rachel Ziegler, as well as tracks by young artists in the folk Americana genre. Interesting. Ooh. Yeah, I'm very psyched about this movie. It's going to be very, very good. I love the Hunger Games series. I'm just enamored by it. Joe Jonas hilariously recalled his uh, recent run-in with a security guard at the drugstore. Seems like a pretty non-invasive, uh, you know. Uh, <laughs> interaction. Interaction. Thank you. Yeah. The Jonas Brothers uh, singer posted Wednesday, I just walked into CVS and the security guy, the security guard guy goes, oh, Joe Jonas? And I said, hey, man, how's it going? And I shook his hand and he goes, man, you look crazy in person. <laughs> <laughs> and then he just was like, is that a compliment? I don't know if that is a compliment. Yeah, I don't know. He could have looked disheveled. It. Who knows? You're Joe Jonas? <laughs> yeah, man, I didn't know because you look crazy dragged <laughs> <laughs> well apparently taylor swift is the most translated artist in the world wow wow you wow yeah why did i just do that i don't know <laughs> but it happened <laughs> this song goes out to our employee of the week we'll work hard to make you happy the best things in life are free the morning routine with rocky and sarah on 98.7 wnnx